Hello, listeners, and welcome to the next episode of Tag Talks. Today, I am with Bob Pizzini, CEO of iFly Virginia Beach Indoor Skydiving. Uh, Bob is a retired uh, U.S. Navy officer, um, and we were talking before uh, I turned the podcast on, um, and, and knowing Bob and getting to know Bob and kind of looking through his resume um, we have serial entrepreneurs um, and serial leaders, and I think Bob's a little bit of both. So, Bob, thank you, and, and thanks for coming on today. Uh, thanks, Tag. Good to be here, and i um, looking forward to the discussion. Yeah. Um, so, to the point as far as the leadership, um, in going through your uh, LinkedIn profile, um, one of the things I was struck by was um, the incredible number of roles that you play in your life um, and I, I went through and then went back and circled them so I've got you as a CEO of iFly um, you've been a naval officer uh, you're a coach uh, as a level four US hockey coach um, you were the chair of the Chambers Virginia Beach Division um, you are a mentor a father and a husband um, that in itself are, are probably what, <laughs> seven full-time jobs. Uh, so what is it in your DNA that kind of has, has led you on these, these multiple levels of, of leadership and, and um, being a role model, a mentor? Um, I think you, you list your mentorship as an unconventional mentor so yeah unconventional and high energy so so my formal mentor role actually is with ODU and and so gotcha. there there is a formal relationship there but in addition to that uh, through various networks that I'm associated with um, I either receive mentorship or provide mentorship you know and, gotcha. and mentorship is something that you can provide after you've gone through a, a certain amount of life's experience and you've had wins and you've had losses and, and you know, you, you learned the lessons um, that were there to be learned and, and, you know, a mentor shares those lessons that they've learned with uh, those who are interested yeah. in, in uh, having success. But as far as all the other roles go, I think, I think first of all, it's, there is a sickness where uh, I have a tendency to just go after things that I'm interested in. And so, so I am overloaded, there's no doubt about that. But the discovery that happens with all these different things is incredible and it's rewarding. You know, coaching hockey, for example. Um, um, USA Level 4 coach, I went to the Level 5 seminar. It's just what you learn and the people you meet is incredible. And, and you know, because, because I learned and I'm still learning how to be a, a hockey coach, uh, those lessons apply to other things in my life. They apply to being a better father. They apply to running my business and being, being a better employer. That's awesome. The um, and speaking of an employer, um, we're here at the uh, iFly Virginia Beach indoor skydiving. Um, can you talk a little bit about what facilitated that? Um, it's it's such a unique uh, facility and and one that I think. Um, for those of us who are looking at uh, Virginia Beach and the 757 as a whole, 
as a, a destination, but also a place um, that we all talk about wanting to retain our talent and having places within our community that um, are attractive to the next generation of, of uh, employees, um, homeowners. Um, and I think this ranks right up there with some of those top places in the market that, that people will talk about, whether it be a, a unique place like uh, Top Golf or um, places that are popping up throughout Norfolk. This has quickly become one of those destinations that everybody talks about. So how did that come about? Sure. So one of my last assignments in the Navy was the um, the N5, or I was responsible for training for advanced diver training and advanced airborne training for the East Coast Navy EOD forces. Um, in that airborne role, we would travel to different parts of the country uh, and fly in these, these simulators, these vertical wind tunnels. And w when we would come back to Virginia Beach, there was always discussion whether we're flying back to Virginia Beach or driving back to Virginia Beach. There was always discussion about why isn't there um, an indoor skydiving facility in Virginia Beach? Imagine the, the usage it would get not only for military or for military training purposes, but um, we're a tourist destination and we have population density and we have people who um, have disposable income and they can, they can seek amusement and recreation. And so this concept, this discussion went on for years amongst you know, the various groups of, of military people uh, conducting training. And I got serious about it one day and I looked into it and six years after that, we finally opened our doors. Wow. Wow. Now is that, um, so do you partner or are you kind of the, the sole proprietor? I mean, how is yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we are a franchise. iFly Virginia Beach is a franchise. There are 35 now iFlies across the U.S. Most of them are corporately owned and operated. Uh, we were the only privately owned franchise for a period of time. Wow. There's now um, three additional franchises. And I do have a partner, uh, Tori Breeden and the Breeden Company. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they were, uh, they were really um, the, uh, I was the driving force and the Breedens were the people who brought the resources to bear. And, gotcha. and they're just, uh, they're a wonderful organization. Uh, Tori Breeden is a great partner and, and the Breeden Company uh, have provided incredible mentorship for me yeah. in my, in my uh, business, you know, my new, my business life. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think for those who, who haven't been down here to see your, your facility, I think one of the things that lends to it is not only is it a great resource in general, but it, it genuinely lends to what I think the leaders within the Virginia Beach community are trying to do with uh, the Virginia Beach Oceanfront as far as the attractiveness, as far as the um, ability for um, the aesthetics, just everything about your your facility is just so welcoming. It's 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 a beautiful complex. Um, so it, I think it's it fits right in with kind of that master plan of where we want to be as a community, and and both for our our residents that live here year round, and for the people as you said that come in because of the the tourism side of it. Um, can you talk a little bit about your mentorship with, with ODU and, and how that came about? Sure. Um, actually, it came through the chamber. Um, 
So the, uh, the uh, Strom School of Business at ODU uh, contacted business leaders in the community via the chamber and, um, you know, and asked if uh, I was interested. They reached out to several people and yeah. um, I actually picked up two mentees uh, for that particular iteration and now they're uh, assigning new mentors and mentees uh, as nice. we speak. Nice. Um, and kind of to that point, and the reason I ask that is because as we sit here in, in your office, um, you've got a beautiful meeting space here at iFly. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about how you're able to use iFly more than just for indoor skydiving? I think that's something that most people um, probably don't realize is that while the skydiving is a big part of it, there's also a lot more to this than, than meets the eye. Sure. Um, again, I'll give a lot of credit to my partner, uh, Tori Breeden, in the design. Um, again, they have uh, a lot of experience in construction. They're well-resourced, and we decided early that uh, this was going to be a first-class facility. So Tori and I, either together or individually, individually visited probably 12 or 13 other locations around the world, actually, oh, wow. uh, around the U.S. and around the world, and, and worked very closely with the city to make sure that this design um, met what the future of uh, the, the, the concepts that the city had planned uh, for the future of Virginia Beach. Gotcha. So it was all very deliberate. And, um, and, and thank you for recognizing uh, you know, our efforts. Um, we're very happy with the outcome. And to this conference room that we're sitting in right now, and uh, you know, this was deliberately designed for corporations to host events here. So they can host team building events, they can host client appreciation events, they can do corporate offsites and, and annual planning. Um, and so that's what this room was designed for. It, we have a beautiful view of the oceanfront. We, we do. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and we cater uh, wow. from all of our partners down here at the oceanfront. We okay. have a great relationship. Uh, you know, CP Shuckers across the street, wonderful friends. But, but we can cater breakfast, lunch, and dinner from everywhere. And, you know, and that kind of uh, led to the, the leadership development or the leadership offering that I developed uh, as, as companies would contact us to use our facility, they would ask us if we knew a business coach or if there was a leadership curriculum or you know, if that was part of our offering. Yeah. And we would contact people who did that at the time gotcha. um, and they would facilitate that. But at the same time, I was looking for leadership training for my team, especially for my management oh. team and I couldn't find the leadership training that I was looking for, kind of the stuff that I grew up with in the Navy. Yeah. And, and the, real, the real concrete lessons, the things that are so meaningful. And I developed my own curriculum and I, did, I delivered it to my management team. Wow. And people outside the organization saw what I was doing and they convinced me that there was a, uh, there was a need in the market for, for the product that I had developed. Wow, that's great. The, um, and, so is that under a, a, a different brand or, or do you have that as a, if people are interested in learning more about that, 
I'm assuming they wouldn't necessarily go through iFly. They go through. Do you have a separate brand? So, so we I do it uh, actually uh, a couple different ways. One is they can just call our sales and marketing department oh, okay. and and book it through our sales and marketing department. Okay. Um, but I also offer this at all 35 iFlys across the U.S. Wow. So as much as we want companies to come to Virginia Beach for the experience, yeah. um, I can deliver the product um, in different parts of the country. For example, in May, I'll spend two days in Fort Worth, Texas, okay. uh, delivering the product to, uh, to a large corporation down there. Oh, that's wonderful. And, and we're going to fly at the iFly in Fort Worth. And wow. Yeah, yeah, really looking forward so to it. So it's, it's really spreading your name and the iFly name together. Which it is. It is. Cool. is. Yeah. Uh, I could certainly do it without the uh, iFly brand as well. Yeah. Um, and I've had clients in that capacity where, yeah. um, you know, a, a business in a certain location decided that they need leadership training and they like the flavoring that I have. So uh, I've also traveled to locations with, with no iFly and just delivered. Wow. Uh, delivered. That's, that's really great. Um, as if you don't have uh, enough things on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and to speak to that a little bit, um, with your with your scheduling, um, how did the how did the U.S. hockey uh, come about? Um, obviously, you've got hockey in your background. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's one thing to coach rec ball with with your kids when they're seven or eight years old. It's another thing um, to really for those who aren't familiar with, uh, especially organizations like hockey, soccer is very similar to that with their coaching levels. Um, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, and so how did that come about for you? Sure. So I did play as a as a kid. I grew up just outside of Chicago, uh, and I played youth hockey. And then I enlisted in the Navy at the age of 18, and oh, wow. I don't think I stepped foot in an ice rink for probably 25 years after that. Oh. And then. Um, uh, after I was assigned here uh, in 2006, the commanding officer of the unit I was assigned at, he, um, he said, Bob, you said you know how to spell the word hockey, right? And he said, <laughs> he said congratulations, you're, you're on the team. And so I started playing adult hockey. This is, uh, again, back 2006. I started playing adult hockey, and um, that led to coaching youth hockey when my son came of age. Okay. And, um, and, and going through the USA hockey training, uh, again, I just found, you know, level one, level two, level three, the way that they have it tiered and it's mandatory. Uh, I, and I just found it very uh, rewarding. I, I just found the training very beneficial, again, not only for on the ice, but for other aspects of my life as well. Yeah. And then, and, and really one of the truly tremendous things that happened from all this is is the hockey family that I have and the relationships that I have and, and the people that run our ice rink, the Applebee's, um, um, Iceland is our rink. You know, they're wonderful people and I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to, to have a friendship and a relationship with them and, and so many other people from, from, you know, the hockey family, the hockey community. Yeah. And all that has evolved into a, a, a capital project we're working on to build a new rink in Virginia Beach wow. with two sheets of ice will host tournaments throughout the year. You know, hockey has exploded across the U.S., youth and adult hockey, and we kind of missed our calling here in Virginia Beach. And so yeah. we have um, major efforts underway right now. Um, unfortunately, actually, uh, City Council was supposed to hear our proposal last week, uh, uh, but they, there's more important things that they're dealing with right yeah. now. But, uh, yeah. but this thing is in motion, and we're wow. gonna build a big, beautiful facility 
and we're going to host um, host people from out of town, and we're going to make hockey accessible to anybody in Virginia Beach who wants to play. And when I say hockey, I also mean ice skating and figure skating, and okay. you know all the other things. We have yeah. a our rink has got a robust figure skating program as well. We have incredible coaches, uh, figure skating coaches. Yeah. So uh, we're ready to take it to the next level here in Virginia Beach. That's great. That's great. The um, and kind of to that point, you were talking about city council. Um, obviously, it's it's hard to do anything right now, and and with this being a podcast and being recorded for those that are listening, we're talking uh, really about the end of March, twenty twenty. And we're dealing with obviously something that the entire country is dealing with. So you've now been leadership roles where we've been through 9-11 and you've got an extensive military background. We've been through 2008, which at that time everybody thought was going to be the crash. And and I think this may may possibly eclipse that. Um, So with the experience that you've had over the last, say, 20 years, how do you see as a leader um, leveraging the ability to kind of lead people through this time period, both as individuals who we all on a personal level have to deal with this, but also as, as business leaders within the community, um, especially as your role as the, the chair for the Virginia Beach Division, um, as a CEO of a company, um, as a coach dealing with players that I'm sure are getting ready to go stir crazy right now. <laughs> so how have you personally kind of uh, kind of hit the reset button on, on mm-hmm. all the things that you're doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I will say it's challenging to say the least. However, uh, because I focus on leadership on a daily basis and within that focus, I have six very specific components that I apply to myself. Um, and I try to apply those components to my team and quite simply that's it's one of the cornerstones of my leadership offering it's rest hydration nutrition exercise brain and heart health and lifelong learning those six things they they give me calm they allow me to have this 360 degree view of what's going on they uh, enable me to create a a um, uh, a great culture within my organization so culture and values within my organization for my, for my 41 person team is high. And so with that, we can um, very responsibly make decisions and, and see as far as we can see, you know, down the road and around the corner and, and, and really try and um, strategize for the long term. So, so, so my answer to your question is quite simply um, to lead myself first and foremost, to uh, have a great deal of self-control, to make sure that I am considering all the information available to me. Um, Obviously, I consult my management team on a regular basis, and there's many times they challenge my assumptions, or they'll they'll uh, they have certainly kept me from making poor decisions uh, on more than one occasion uh, and so so it, it, so if a company you know my, my advice to other organizations out there is if you have high culture and values it's going to be much easier to weather this storm yeah. um, and if you don't have high culture and values that doesn't mean we can't get through it but the leader really needs to um, be be steadfast, you know, steady as she goes, yeah. uh, no knee jerking. Uh, you know, I, I very deliberately 
delayed some actions in, in view of uh, COVID-19 because I just needed a little bit more information and yeah. that information came through and you know it creates stability and, and a big part of my responsibility is to create stability, provide hope, not false hope, but provide hope to uh, to the people in my organization. Thankfully, you know, and it is it is trying. I have, out of my 41 teammates, we have layoff, we have furlough, we have leave of absence, we have um, uh, leave without pay, you know, all these different scenarios. And, um, but what's most important is that all 41 of those people come back to us yeah. when when the dust settles, so to speak, and, and keeping in contact with everybody checking on their well-being, doing the best for them that I can financially, you know, those are the things that I am truly focused on at this point. Yeah, yeah. and that brings up a really good point because I'll tell you, that's, that's something that, especially in the environment that we're in right now, having to work uh, virtually in many cases, is the number of leaders that I've, I've heard from, talked to, read about, that it's that personal connection. The, the, the willingness for the CEOs and the presidents of the companies that are literally picking up the phone and touching people individually, not through a, a group conference call, but literally just talking to them one-on-one, -on -one, even if it's only for a 60-second conversation, just to say, I just want to check on you and make sure you're doing okay, you're not going stir-crazy and everything's all right. Um, but to that same point, for somebody with the amount of experience that you have and, and and, and your leadership, one of the things you mentioned that I find really interesting, and I'm, I'm curious, you talk about your willingness to be challenged. Um, and, and we would be foolish to think that, that um, being challenged is an easy thing. It's not easy for anyone to be challenged. Um, is that something that, that you were able to kind of pick up on naturally or is that something you almost had to kind of learn or teach yourself? I mean, ha mm -hmm. when, when you're running that many things and you're as good at it as you probably are to be this successful, how, how did you, how have you allowed that to mm -hmm. kind of t be such an important part of, of sure. running your business? I, I can answer that in one word and that word is trust. Gotcha. Um, when you, again, when you're, when you develop uh, culture and values, uh, that are that are high, um, a, a high level of trust um, is is a result of that. Yeah. And within my management team, for example, here um, um, they've all been here for uh, four of my management team have been here for six years from the very beginning, wow. and then one person on the team's been here for I think she's just went over three years. Okay. So. Uh, this trust develops over time. It, it, you know, you, you start out with, uh, you, you gotta be careful because when, when, when a group of people first come together, you kind of have this assumed trust or this blind trust. Yeah. And oftentimes that can result in disappointment. Um, but over time, a, a real trust develops yeah. and, uh, and I am looking out for their best interest and they're looking out for mine. And, and, and when we're all focused on each other's best interest, um, it's clear and trust is very high and it's a wonderful place to be. It yeah. gives you momentum in the organization. It gives you efficiency in the organization. So, so you have to have that high degree of trust for people to challenge a leader. Gotcha. Well, and, and that brings up a good point because if, you, if six of the seven were here from the beginning, um, 
it shows in great part to your either willingness or ability to bring people on that you're confident are going to be part of your team for a long term. So when you put this team together, what was it that you really saw as the, the, the key indicators for you to know that, okay, these are the six people that I genuinely believe that when I look back 10 years from now are still going to be part of that team? Because mm-hmm. That for for many of us, when we put our teams together, the hardest part is figuring out, is this the right fit? Mm-hmm. Because we all want to look back 10 years from now and go, same group. It worked. We're working. <laughs> because the, obviously if it's working, chances are your business is that much more successful. So mm-hmm. so what did you do on the front end to kind of make sure mm-hmm. that that was the case? So, so this is one of the benefits of my military background, you know, 26 years in Navy Special Operations. And that's all about small teams. Um, integrating uh, quickly, integrating in geographically diverse areas, integrating in austere environments. And um, having done that over the course of my career, uh, I, think, I think what I, I developed as a skill set is to build a team that, um, that, to build a team that fills my weaknesses. To build a team nice. to uh, you know bring on people who are very good at the things I'm either not good at or it's or things that are not really my role but critical to the operation yeah so so sales and marketing you know I brought on Misty my sales and marketing manager she had that experience I, I didn't have any of that experience in yeah. my background <laughs> um, and so you know just bringing on uh, those people with with that commensurate experience and then and then developing the relationship with them over time that's great yeah that's that's a I want to say unique it's probably not unique but but that's one of the the more clear ways I've ever heard that is is not so much just filling a management team but filling a management team based on what you yourself are unable to kind of fulfill Mm -hmm. Um, that's a great and I'll tell you from a business standpoint, I think it's wonderful too, because especially in an environment like yours, which is which is so heavily on the hospitality side, that there's such an importance to consistency. Um, I mean, if you want to build a consistent group of of uh, customers, attendees, whatever the the term may be, the ability for them to get to know a team. And, and, and trust that team and want to come back because they like that team. Um, it's nice to be able to pick up the phone or, or, or show up at the front door and have the same faces to get to work with over and over again and develop those long-term relationships. Um, that it's, we're all, for those of us who have some of those long-term uh, employees and management, it, it's such a valuable, um, part of, of our business success for so, sure yeah. yeah turnover you know turnover um, it turnover at the management level could be uh, 400% your cost for that turnover could be 400% of that managers annual salary Wow. turnover at the mid-level about a hundred to 150% of their salary and then wow. turnover at entry-level employees somewhere around 50% of their salary wow. yeah so turnover is high but also to your point you know that we get we we get this great consistency um, we hear it all the time in our trip advisor reviews and when we talk to customers on the floor how 
Um, this is their third or fourth or fifth time, and every time the experience has been great. It's been the same. It's been wonderful, and, and I really love it when they name employees. You know, Nate was our instructor, and and Sarah checked us in, and from the minute we walked through the door, we could feel the energy, and the kids loved it. You know, yeah. those are the, those are just the the most wonderful things to hear, because yeah. uh, it tells me that this team has got it right, and, yeah. and we do have an incredible team. Well, and I think the key word there you said is team. It, it's so much like a, an athletic team from the standpoint that we all know each other's weaknesses and we also all get to the point to where we know where to fill in. I mean, we, we sometimes we, I mean, we, you, you hear it all the time. We spend more time with our, our own employees and our staff and our coworkers as we do our own families. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the more cohesive that is, it is evident to the people we do business with and for, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they see it just like they see your relationships with your family. Um, and that's wonderful. I, I, I know that the iFly team, at least in this community, has a great, uh, great relationship. And a, oh, I'm glad to hear. it's business. <laughs> the, the phones are ringing. That's a good sign. Uh, we're, we're in our conference room. This phone never rings. <laughs> I don't even know the number to this extension. That's funny. So. <laughs> like I said, hey, that's a good sign. Yeah. If the phones are ringing, it's good. That's right. So, well, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're going to get to go spend some time with with a, a great individual today, uh, yeah. uh, Kevin Daisy, um, and and his team. Um, so I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and, and speak to me. Uh, for those who are interested in, uh, in coming by iFly, uh, checking it out, um, getting to know you and your team, uh, what's the best way to reach out to you guys, best way to find out information? Sure. So iFlyVirginiaBeach.com uh, will take you directly to our website. And there, you you can see a you can learn about our birthday parties and our leadership and corporate offerings and and the group events that we do. Uh, um, you know, uh, so many different types of group events over the years. So iFlyVirginiaBeach.com. If you want to learn more about uh, my leadership program, which is called Elevate Your Leadership, uh, visit RobertPazzini.com, and uh, there's uh, greater detail there. Course dates. Um, and more about the uh, various offerings. Wonderful. Well, and I want to thank you again on behalf of myself and the Chamber, too, for your service this year as the, uh, the chair for the Virginia Beach Division. Um, it is greatly appreciated. Uh, for those who, who aren't familiar, I, I think um, it's definitely not a just simply show up, run a meeting, and go. I mean, there's a lot more to uh, being in that chair position that I think a lot of people realize and especially at a time like this when the business community is is reaching out to organizations like ours for some sort of direction and leadership mm-hmm. so well, uh, let, let me you. say yeah let yeah. me say real quick you know I, I, I talked about the fulfillment I get from hockey uh, from being a coach and, and having that 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 association but I get that same fulfillment from the chamber uh, the chamber is a, is another family so to speak it's another community it's a group of like-minded people it's a group of people who are good honest hard-working well-intended people and it's just it's it's a, an honor for me to be part of that group well thank you I, it's greatly appreciated like I said your your leadership on that this year has been um, uh, 
especially appreciated during during this type of year so thank you thank you for your service as well um and uh thank you the listeners for joining us uh for this episode of take talks um and we look forward to catching you in the next go around